Greetings. I'm Reverend Dr. F. Willis Johnson, and this is Collage, a podcast of unique combinations of people and conversations on various things that matter and make a difference. President Biden acknowledged the parents of slain Tyree Nichols in his State of the Union address. Nichols died of injuries sustained from a brutal civilian police encounter. There's no words to describe the heartache or grief of losing a child. But imagine, imagine if you lost that child at the hands of the law. Imagine having to worry whether your son or daughter came home from walking down the street, playing in the park, or just driving a car. Most of us in here have never had to have the talk, the talk that brown and black parents have had to have with their children. Bo, Hunter, Ashley, my children, I never had to have a talk with them. I never had to tell them if a police officer pulls you over, turn your interior lights on right away. Don't reach for your license. Keep your hands on the steering wheel. Imagine having to worry like that every single time your kid got in a car. President Biden's compassionate reflection was triggering for me prompting my revisit of a writing I penned almost a decade ago in the aftermath of another young Black man killed by the hands of police in my then community of residence, Ferguson, Missouri. Too many parents like myself have had the talk at some time. Within African-American communities and families, the talk too often has been a cautionary tale of how to respond to the police navigating the precarious relations between citizens and those who are supposed to protect and serve the community. Like many young people, when I was beginning to drive, my parents set me down and told me what to do if ever pulled over by the police. I was to present myself respectfully and do whatever asked of me to remove myself from the immediate situation to get out of harm's way. Also, I was taught to be observant and to get a badge number or an officer's name, if possible, so that there would be a means to protect myself should it come to that. Unfortunately, I have had to employ my parents' instructions far too many times throughout my life. Whenever I'm pulled over, I sit still and turn down my music. I make my hands visible. While I look in the officer's direction, I rarely make eye contact. I usually have my ID, registration, and insurance card ready, but if I don't, I ask permission to reach into my console before doing so. Through my body language, I try to show deference to the officer, and I will often share that I'm a pastor to try to defuse the situation. However, even that has posed a danger. A sharp mind can be considered a threat to some policemen. Most people think you must have done something to be stopped, but that is only sometimes the case. Mine and other parents' advice always is to not give the police probable cause because if they stop you for anything, They will find something. The talk my parents gave me as a teen was a natural progression of familiar words that began as a small boy. The earliest version of this talk was 
simply to follow directions. And their advice has shaped me and they have informed my encounters with police. And I have even drawn on their wisdom in my conversations with my children. And I know it will not be the last conversation that I have with my sons or daughter on this subject. Unfortunately, the aforementioned remains our reality as Black Americans, even in the 21st century. My conversations with my children focus on ways in which they might be able to succeed and thrive in a challenging world, not just on surviving a particular situation. Our talks are about recognizing the dangers lurking around the corner and creating a way of being in the world. Above all else, these talks are about my wife and I's desire to protect our children. Now, understand, there is no one-size-fits-all guide for responding to or instructing in the talk. The talk I have with my children may and will and probably does sound different than yours. And that's okay. But notably, situations like those in Nashville are not isolated incidents in our country. And they have not been for a long time. Parents will still have to sit across from their children and have the talk. A talk of existential consequences. A talk that is instructive and explains how to behave when faced with what are the troubling realities of this life. I'm vested in such conversations as a human being, as an American citizen, a spiritual leader, and a father of Black children. And I believe deeply, you should be too. Join me again soon for this podcast and help make a more beautiful, colorful, and perfect collage.